Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Everyone, welcome to another week of the Curbside Podcast, the podcast we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff. I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I drive a 2004 Honda S2000. S2000, nice. Do you drive a 2004 S2000 by any chance? Yeah, and then I drive a 2004 Honda S2000. Nice, dude. Double or nothing. I got you. I like your style, Jeff. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name's Parth. I drive a 2016 M3 representing the NorCal. The NorCal. Jesus Christ, we're off today, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Andrew's not here right now. Yeah, so he is actually busy because it is close to Thanksgiving and he's got uh, dinner that he has to help plan and work out with. Man, he's already taking... A paid vacation. Time off. Yeah. On his very... Second week in the job. Yeah, exactly. What is this, man? What is... We need to consider his salary right now. We're going to have a... You know, management's going to have a strong talk, you know, with Andrew once he's back. And uh, there's going to be a future course of action. No, I'm kidding. We don't, we don't pay him shit. And we like that he's here. <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll miss him, though, this week. But uh, he's enjoying Thanksgiving, which uh, this episode's coming out in Thanksgiving week. Yeah, Jeff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So happy Thanksgiving, guys. Hope you guys have a good one and have lots of food and get fat and stuff. Yeah. But happy Thanksgiving, guys. Hope you guys have a fun week. And, uh, you know, this is the official basically start to the holiday season, Jeff. Enjoy the holiday season with everyone that you care about. Yeah, everyone's going to be happy and then pissed off in traffic. And malls and shops. Shopping and traffic. I hate traffic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get let's get on with this shit. <laughs> what, what was this podcast uh, about again? Uh, Thanksgiving? No, driving cars. So oh yes, that's it. That. Anyway, so uh, this week, if you guys follow our Instagram and our YouTube, you know that I got the chance to go on behalf of the Curbside Podcast to the press event of the LA Auto Show, and man. Was that a fun experience? Yeah, go check out those videos, guys. Like that, like I wish I was there, but Jeff made it seem like I was there. Man, being at these press events, these car companies, okay, they really want your good review and opinion. So they butter you up, man. We got there, Dodge provided us with breakfast, and Toyota provided us with lunch. Acura provided us with frozen s'mores, is what they called frozen them. Frozen s'mores. Yeah, basically diabetes on a stick. Oh, nice. And then there was just free booze, free coffee, free water everywhere. That's a great marketing strategy. Just wine and dine you, like feed you to the point that you're exploding. We get you to the point where like everything is fantastic. So and then and then you go home and you're like, yeah, dude, I remember that was fantastic. I'm gonna write a good review about this thing. <laughs> yeah. We should do that for our podcast to promote it. To the throw a party and just get everyone drunk and then like order some Taco Bell and then be like, yo, listen to our podcast. And everyone be like, yo, dude, that was a fun time. Let's listen to the podcast. Easy marketing strategy, dude. We'll do that if you sponsor it. Uh, we have a sponsor. We could have them do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Alright. What else do you see at the LA Auto Show? Okay, well a couple things there were that were particularly interesting were let's see what happened. BMW revealed officially their BMW M2CS and the M8 Grand Coupe, which I have to say oh in person, oh my gosh. I-, I like both those cars. I like them a lot. The M8 Grand Coupe, like the first 400, they're called the first editions. They're going to come in this, I don't know what the color is called. I know it has a name, but it looks like the Midnight Green iPhone. And you could see this color in the videos if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Link on our website. But if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll be able to see this color and it looks amazing it's pretty sick yeah it like shifts in the light kind of it looks green most of the time but when it shifts to kind of a gray when you walk past it but then also that complemented by the copper accents on the wheels and the around the windows and on the the kidney grills and then the yeah. yellow drls well you, you know what i really like that bmw did is that they're actually putting that color into production like yeah, I know it's like going to be rare, like which is the first four hundred or whatever. But when that concept came out for that car, that's the color it came out in, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's a concept color!" Like everyone thought it was sick, like it was amazing, which I agree, it looks fantastic. I can't imagine seeing it in person, but everyone's like, "Oh, you know, that's they're not going to put that color in production." So it's nice to see that they're actually doing that because that's that's a nice nod to their concept that they had come out last year. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I feel like uh, BMW does that a lot, right? Like they release the concept colors because it wasn't when the M6 Grand Coupe came out as a concept. It had that like that beige color. Oh, I know what you're talking. It was like a frozen beige. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. it's beige, that color looked really nice on that car. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. I think you, I, I think you could buy that car, but uh, buy that car. You could buy the car, of course, but you could order that color, but of course. BMW. It was a special paint option, so it was like five thousand dollars extra. Oh, everything on a BMW is optional extra. Leather is optional extra, dude. That that's that's why you buy a Hellcat, man. I've learned my ways. <laughs> Seriously, man. You know, if you want to get Apple CarPlay and Android Auto on a BMW, you have to pay a yearly fee. No way. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck? You go to the Honda, Toyota, or whatnot? They throw it in for Dodge. life for free. Dodge, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's why I'm learning, Jeff. Not to keep beating the bush about it, but I really love the new Hellcat. <laughs> I've, been tr- I've been trying to find videos about the new Hellcat this past week. As after we talked about it a lot last week, so this week I'm like, damn, dude, I want to learn more about it. I want to see more videos about it, right? Since, since they announced the car back in June, they did one pretty much one press event about the car since then. The, the back wide in body. Like August or September, yeah, the wide body. I'm specifically talking about the Charger because the Challenger, I believe it's out already for the Challenger, but for the Charger, it's not out yet. And I don't think they have done any more press events or have given it to, you know, other like automotive journalists companies because nobody has any reviews or anything about it yet. So Dodge, if you're listening to this and you want a review for the new 2020 Hellcat, send it on over. Yeah. And (laughs) you'll have if you send it to me specifically, I you'll probably get a very good uh It'll be worth your time. Yeah, knowing them, they'll send it over with some wine and some dying. (laughs) (laughs) You open the doors, a bottle of wine and a bag of Taco Bell sitting in the freaking car. (laughs) He's like, hey, yeah, review our car, please. Honestly, man, they don't even got a wine and dime. You send me the car, dude. I'll probably give it a great review. I'm already like drooling over it. So, (laughs) hey, man, you don't tell them that. 
You got it to be like yeah. I mean yeah. Let's see how it is. You know you got to be you got to be skeptical about how the cars come out, right, Jeff? Like the wide body is it really worth it? Who knows? Seven hundred and seven horsepower. I don't know if it'll be controlled by that, right? That's what we're supposed to say. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We don't know. Okay, so yeah, Dodge. If you want us to know, send it over. Send it. Yeah. Over. It w- We'll say what everyone knows. It's only time will tell. Is it the new hit or is it going to flop? Exactly. <laughs> I'm a motoring journalist now. Yes. Anyway, so if you wanted to see our uh, coverage on the LA Auto Show, it is there on YouTube. And I believe we'll be posting it slowly on Instagram as well. So please go follow us and subscribe to us on those pages. But Parth... After we Me. have spent all this time kind of meandering around topics that we weren't supposed to talk about, let's get to the thing that we wanted to talk about this week. <laughs> I enjoyed this too, though. Did you guys enjoy it? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we will wine and dine you for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we got to wine and dine them first before they let us know. <laughs> so, so last weekend, okay, mm. my friends and I were talking about kind of like autopilot and whatnot or or it wasn't me okay i'll be honest i wasn't talking about it i was overhearing my friends talk about it and then they decided to be like "Uh uh-huh i just like when are we gonna hit flying cars and immediately in my head i was like we are not gonna hit flying cars (laughs) we're not we're not gonna hit it like that's not a thing that's not something that's gonna happen i could bet my entire existence on it yeah so why don't you think it's gonna happen parth it doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> like, do you know how much money? Not, let's not let, let's forget about even like jets. You know how much a freaking one propeller goddamn Cessna costs? Brand new. They're fucking like eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars, bro. Shit's expensive, man. <laughs> like, it's expensive to develop a flying machine. I guess, you know, you could say like, oh, mass production will allow the cost to come down. But then you have a problem now. You're having every freaking tom dick and jerry and joe bob you know whoever flying there's some people i don't even trust driving you think that you want to see them in an airplane or a flying thing like driving when you crash okay like i know it's more often that you crash in a car than in a plane but when you crash you're more likely to die in an airplane if it crashes than you are in a car exactly because you know you're on the ground you're not falling yes, 10,000 feet from the sky exactly so when people talk about flying cars dude i'm like y'all live in this fantasy world of, <clears throat> of the jetsons and all that shit yeah i mean for me always flying cars have seemed like the uh, when i was a kid okay i was like yes flying cars would be cool but it, it in terms of like practicality and reality i don't i can't see it ever working Traffic on the ground, okay, is relatively easy to control because there's one level. In the air, (laughs) you could just go anywhere you want. So basically the idea of flying cars is let's make everybody pilots. And as a pilot, that doesn't make any sense to me. Getting a pilot's license or learning to fly is not like learning to drive a car. In a car, driving the car is the harder part. In an airplane, flying the plane's easy. Learning everything around it, that's the difficult part. Learning about airspace rules and all this other stuff. And so how are you going to go and teach all these people how to do that? Holy shit. We're going to we're going to, you know, forget about meteors and freaking sicknesses. and disease. We'll kill ourselves doing that shit. Jeff. <laughs> like, we, we will shit. become the meteors. <laughs> we, yeah. You, want, you know, people say, oh, how's the human race going to die? The day they develop flying cars and sell it to everyone. That, that's the day the human race is going <laughs> to start declining. <laughs> What about this, Parth? What about if if we get the autopilot technology to work out? 
that I think is still maybe a century out. If if we will ever get closer than reality, I don't even know. True. And then I mean like logistics wise, in addition to that, like we have the the loudness of getting something to fly. Either you use a jet or a propeller, yeah. which are insanely loud. And imagine waking up in the morning, it's like, honey, I'm going yeah. to work. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, no, I got the propeller version. <laughs> yeah, man. It, like, it doesn't make sense. I don't, I, I, it, and let's be honest, I think the United States government is smart enough to be like, yeah, we can't give these idiots this shit, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, talk about danger. What if, like, and on top of that, let's, okay, forget about people being stupid. Uh, technology and things fail. Like, you're driving a car. You may blow an, uh, blow a tire. You may, you know, your engine may die or whatever. Yeah. Okay, now let's take that same statistics of stuff happening and apply it to a flying device. You're going to be having shit falling out of the sky every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then what? You end up with a friggin', you know, Bob from down the street in your backyard dead. <laughs> exactly. It'd be that one. Imagine you being that one guy who's like, yeah, I'm going to put off my flying car maintenance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know those people that don't buy like brand name tires? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy the brand name propellers because, you know, these do the same thing. It's the same, it's the same job. It gets me in the air. Why do I need to get the good propellers? I'm going to get the uh, cut, price a, ones off eBay and install them myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get, I'll get the, you know, the, it's, it's, I haven't heard of the brand before, but I know it's really good. <laughs> like, okay. All right. That sounds good, man. Some made in China shit right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> goddamn. Yeah, I just, oh, man. But the thing is, Parth, there are quote unquote flying car concept things that have come out. It's such a stretch, dude. They're just basically like small enough airplanes that you can drive on the road. Yeah, that's what I was going to. So the thing is, these, they're, the one of them that came out was the, the, the Terra. Fusia or whatever it's called, which basically looks like a crumpled up airplane on the road. Yeah. These these things aren't flying cars, are they? These no. things are street legal airplanes. <laughs> airplanes, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you you gotta take it from your house, drive it to the, the, the airport, so you could you know spread your wings and like have a long enough runway to take off, right? Yeah. Or um, I forgot which one. Uh What's that guy's name? Jay Leno. You know Jay Leno's Garage, the TV show? I don't know if you've seen anything from it. But just recently, he featured, like, one of these, like, flying cars. And the concept that they came up with was that uh, you drive the car into, like, a dock or a river or something, and you can take off from the water. Oh, is that... Was that, um, Airbus's concept? Uh, not sure. I don't think it was Airbus. It was some other independent company. Because uh, Airbus has a concept like that, where it shows up to, like, the... Like a dock parking lot thing and then a drone picks up your pod no i don't i think i think you keep the wheels on this one no no it's actually an airplane oh. <laughs> it's an airplane that you can buy that doesn't need a hangar so you can carry it with you on a trailer you know that's a better idea than a self-driving car dude you guys go check this out when you get a chance the icon a5 that's the name of this thing it's an airplane it folds so that you can actually carry it on a regular trailer so all you need is a suburban or some capable SUV, and a pilot's license, of course. And, you know, you're driving through L.A. traffic, you're sick of this shit. You pull over in Santa Monica, you put that shit in the ocean, and you fly your house in Malibu. There you go. 
You got your car and you got your airplane. You just got to carry your airplane around with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of left your car wherever you left yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> so here's the best thing, okay? The one I was talking about, okay, it was actually a um, collaboration between Airbus and Audi. So the concept is basically your your car is kind of like a pod like provided by Audi with like wheels on the bottom. And then if you want to fly away, like you park up your car and Airbus sends your drone and picks up your car and flies it away, but leaves the wheels behind. Okay, first of all, if you own this car, it's like, yeah, what do you drive? Well, I drive an Audi and an Airbus. (laughs) And an Airbus. (laughs) That's when you know you made it in life. (laughs) Here's the other thing though, okay? Let's say you get somewhere you you take your flying car your flying drone pod thing over to where you want to go and it's like ah time to drive away in my flying car that's no longer flying oh crap i left the wheel somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) see that's why the icon a5 is better because it's an airplane and then the the wheels retract so you can land in the water or on land the problem is you left your car somewhere so (laughs) But if you have that, you probably have enough money to hire somebody to go get your car. There you go. Problem solved. (laughs) True, true, true. I mean, at this point, okay, talking about the Icon A5, I mean, what if they just made that street legal? But, like, what about the flying part of it? (laughs) Okay, you were talking about how the Icon A5, like, you got to go pick up your car and whatnot, right? Yeah. What if we just make this thing street legal? drive it to the airport fly away and then be like okay there but see the problem is then you need to put like an engine in it right or is it just gonna drive around with this damn propeller yeah dude <laughs> just <laughs> blowing all the cars away behind it <laughs> <laughs> hey and then like you know you're, you, say, you say you're doing 85 down the freeway cop you know starts chasing you you put the wings out you take off <laughs> <laughs> actually take off hey man maybe <laughs> flying cars are a good idea i think i'm changing my mind <laughs> Yeah, actually, I kind of like this idea. I might, I might have to. We might have to reach out to Icon, bro. <laughs> Reevaluate our whole uh, stance on flying cars now. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, man. But no, flying cars—it's a joke. It's actually a joke. It makes zero sense. Yeah, the worst part is like, I just don't trust people. They're stupid. People are stupid, man. I was driving today and I ran across like three stupid people. I'm just like, how did you get your license? Like, Wait, wh- you what, ran what over the- three stupid people? I ran into like no. You ran into, into three stupid no, people. No, I mean like I came across. I came across. <laughs> I came across, man. I, I I saw on the road while I was in my car and they were in their car. Nobody was getting hurt. <laughs> Gotta report you, Parth. Can't just run <laughs> over three saw. stupid people and come home and be I like, hey, saw. let's make a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I can't trust these shitters on the road, dude. How am I supposed to trust them in an airplane type deal car thing? All right, Parth. Uh, how about we go to our sponsored break now so we can talk about the news? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to the sponsored break. What's our sponsor, Parth? So our sponsor today, Jeff, is Sapien. Thank you, Sapien, again, for being a loyal sponsor to us now. And uh, appreciate it. So Sapien is a blockchain-based social network that rewards users for high-quality content with cryptocurrency. 
And you can sign up today at www.sapien.network to start earning today, Jeff. Thank you, Sapien. And uh, go check them out, guys. Good company, good people out there. And yeah, Jeff, what else are we sponsored by? We are also sponsored by, as always, ourselves. <laughs> Woohoo! You can find us at thecurbsidepodcast.com where we have a blog, where we have our links, where you can listen to us, and all that great jazz. Yeah, if we don't annoy you enough during the week, you can also, you know, go check out more of our content to get annoyed by, right, Jeff? Yes, exactly. And also, if you want to sponsor our show, give us a little help, please email us at thecurbsidepodcast at gmail.com. All right, time to get back to the show. Bombs. Now that we got you loose, I can hear the birds waking early to say, and that is all right. We are in the news and part today. I am going to start off the news with this. Yeah. You step into a world where you do not understand. A world where we don't have any idea what's going on right now because of all of this stuff that's coming out and the news that came out yesterday. We are, of course, talking about the EV zone. The EV zone? It's been a while. Yeah, it has. But there's a freaking reason why there's an EV zone this week, Jeff. Why, Parth? The freaking Tesla Cybertruck shit box <laughs> pyramid thing. Yes, so yesterday, okay, first I want to preface this because Andrew wanted us to let you know that he really loves this thing. Well, Andrew's not here, so he doesn't have to talk, he, he doesn't get any chance to talk about this. And we're going to say our opinions on this. And this is the Perts, the Pertside Cod Pass, dude. This is some shit. I, I, you almost did that last week, too. So, but this is the curbside goddamn podcast, and what we say is the law. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Jeff? We yeah, know and everything. And not here to contradict us, so we are even more in control right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, Parth, what do we think about It looks about like this? jack shit, dude. <laughs> what is this? When, okay, let me... So, I'll explain this to you guys. Jeff sent this photo to us. We have a little group on our Instagram, you know, for me, Jeff, and Andrew, you know, the curbside podcast host and he sent this photo to us saying this is the new cyber truck and i'm like bro what do you mean this is a new cyber truck like that's obviously like a what is it like a concept or you know like a vision or kind of thing he's like nope that's the production vehicle i'm like he's lying i went online because i, I actually didn't trust him and it was actually the production vehicle now i'm just so confused right now <laughs> and okay and, and also to add to that okay parth when i sent you that picture and it was like this is it you were like jeff it it's not for a second i was like oh good <laughs> oh, you actually thought yeah i was like good did did he reveal something that looks better that the, the first one was just a joke right no that freaking big fat metal cheese wedge is the actual cyber truck it's a pyramid on wheels it's a 
freaking house that you know the the kindergarten houses that we draw you know the the triangle on a box and someone put wheels on that yeah but it looks like one of those modern out modern art houses you see up in like sunset boulevard yeah yeah that that too they put wheels on that it's like let's drive away i think this is actually elon musk's house from sunset boulevard and they put wheels on it <laughs> i think you're right <laughs> Like, he's one of his fancy, you know, contemporary houses. And then he, there's like, you know, this will look good on wheels. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, that, that looks good. That could be a truck. Hey, let's let's put it on wheels. But you know what I think happened, Parth? Yes. You've seen Tesla's cars now, right? Yes. I think Elon finally gave his head designer a ruler. And he's like, here, use oh. this. And then he's like, oh, step what is this? And then he went ham on it. If he could have made the wheel square, he would have made the wheel square, he man. Would've. Did you see the fenders? The like, fenders are square. Like the, have you seen the wheels? Like the, the wheels themselves? The wheels are freaking like, what is it, hexagons? How many sides do they have? They have seven sides. Heptagons, bro. <laughs> It looks like it's something you could take off and put on as like a lid to a hydro flask. Yeah. The whole thing looks like a hydro flask. <laughs> I was saying, before we get carried away by completely trash-talking this thing, let's give it some substance. You know, we are a media company that's supposed to report information. The Cybertruck measures 231.7 inches long, 79.9 inches wide. It's a big motherfucker. And 75 inches tall. It has a six-foot, six-and-a-half-foot cargo bed that can hold 100 cubic feet of volume. And Mr. Elon Musk says that it can hold up to 3,500 pounds of payload on every version. Every version. So let's talk about the versions. Uh, they will come in three different versions that range from just under 40000 to 75000 The first one is starting at $39,000, which honestly is pretty good price. Yeah, that's, a re- I, yeah. that's actually a really competitive price. And you know why I think that's... They got that price. Because this thing was designed by a ruler? Yeah, because they didn't spend any money on design. Yeah, yeah they just used a ruler. <laughs> they, they, they went into their computer program, and they, they drew a shape that was going to be rounded out and modeled into a truck, and the computer program crashed. No, their free trial ran out on the computer program. And it's like, well, well, well crap, that, that's going to be our truck now. There it is. <laughs> the free trial ran out. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> but, okay, so the $39,000 one has an estimated range of 250 miles and it can go 0 to 60 in 6.5 seconds. Kind of a porker for an uh, electric car, if you ask me. And top speed of 110 miles per hour and a max towing rate of 7,500 pounds. The next one, which features a dual motor, uh, has a range of 300 miles and is 0 to 60 at 4.5 seconds and a maximum towing capacity of 10,000 pounds which starts at 49000 Now, the top-of-the-line one, which is actually pretty crazy, starts at $69,000, and it offers 500-plus miles of estimated driving, top speed of 130, and a 0 to 60 of 2.9 seconds. This is like the Ford Raptor of the freaking Tesla truck. Yeah. And... It'll also be able to tow more than mighty half-ton trucks, such as the 2020 Ram 1500, which maxes out at over 13,000 pounds of towing. So, the, the it has three motors, Jeff. The top-of-the-line one. Okay, in regards to the specs, the specs I will give to them are very, very impressive. And the price. And the price. The price, the specs, what it could do in terms of towing, in terms of 0 to 60, in terms of all that is actually really impressive and really cool. Except they put 
all of that into a metal milk cart. You know what? You know what my funniest meme I've seen so far about this about this thing, Jeff? What is the freaking Halo tank? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, people are like, this is something I see from freaking Halo. Yeah, and, and it's not Halo the- Five or Halo Four. It's freaking <laughs> Halo One, dude. Because <laughs> it is Halo One. Dude. The original Xbox graphics is what it is. Like they probably designed it on an original Xbox. But see, Jeff, you know you know what pisses me off the most about this car? What? It's gonna sell like motherfucking hotcakes, especially up here in the Bay Area. Seriously. Okay, because it's a Tesla, and people are gonna buy, at this point, people are gonna buy anything Tesla puts their badge. And on. not just that, but like, look what they did. They look how they captured everyone's attention. Like everyone's like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, you know. And then now these Bay Area yuppies, especially, I can't wait till I start seeing it over here in the streets. No, I don't. Wa- I don't want to see them in the streets of anywhere. Yeah, but like, I'm gonna have to see this shit where I live. Okay, I don't got an option here. What am I going to do? Look away from it? No. So anyway, I'm going to start seeing this shit because like these Tesla factory dudes, they're going to start driving around the area over here because they love joyriding this shit. And I'm going to be seeing this like moving pyramid. And the worst part is all these barrier yuppies are going to be like, look at that. That's the future. That's the that's the future of pickup trucks. That's how cars should look. And look, I'm so modern. And, you know, Tesla broke the Broke the barrier with that one. See how unique that is? And you're just like, that's not a car, bro. I don't understand. And then, like, okay, the the, the most scary thing for me is that if this thing sells really well, all the other companies are going to want to copy it. And then our entire street will be lined with cars that look like they were made out of origami paper. Okay, let's let's go on to talk about the practicality of this, okay? Because I see... What practicality? Exactly. There's nobody's going to use it for practicality. Exactly. That's what a truck is for. A truck is made as a tool and whatnot. And they're like, oh, this is going to be super capable and super practical for, you know, every truck person out there. This looks like something that was designed by some who doesn't understand trucks because okay one glaring problem of this you see this design you see the big flying buttress things across the uh, decks to the bed you talking about the base of the pyramid yeah yeah like looking at those okay a lot of pickup trucks have tried this already the honda ridgeline they tried doing it the chevy avalanche that makes it so you can't reach into the bed from the side and then and then this thing doesn't have like steps so you could get up there it, all it has is like a tonneau cover that looks like it's a garage door, <laughs> a ramp, a ramp that looks like if you get sand in it, it's just gonna go. <laughs> You've seen those like collapsible things, right? We have those yeah, things yeah, yeah. in our lives. They always get crap in them and get stuck, and then you can't use them anymore. I would much rather want to buy a Rivian. If you have seen videos of the Rivian and them highlighting all the good practical features it has like it has an underbed trunk for your spare wheel or storage it has a frunk it has a gear pass through it has a tonneau cover built in that doesn't look like a garage door it has a tailgate that it not that not only opens 90 degrees but could also open 180 degrees so it could reach in and grab your stuff easier jeff but, i'm sorry to cut you off you're making very good points you are and I agree with you, but you fail to recognize that they don't give a shit about this because Tesla has realized the people that buy cars or sorry, trucks that have those features, people that enjoy their, you know, Chevy Silverados and their, you know, Ram 1500s, they realize they will probably never buy an electric car. Elon Musk is a very money oriented mofo. We'll leave it at that. He has realized who is the market of the people that buy his cars. 
let me go talk to my neighbor. He's he's the goddamn market for these cars. It's it's the it's the usually Asian or Indian people who have come here and work tech jobs in the Bay Area and drive seven series or used to drive Priuses before they made it in their life and now drive Teslas. Now he's like. Okay, if I make a truck, nobody's going to buy it because all the truck guys be like, I'm buying electric, bro, unless you give them like a good enough reason to do it, like such as Rivian is doing. So yeah. Tesla can do it a cop out and they're like, I'm going to make this shit look so damn radical that all the people that care about clout, they're going to buy it. And it's all these same people here in, in the Bay Area and some down in L.A. and shit. These are the guys that are going to buy it. They don't give a shit about all the things you just said. Yeah, at, at, at these people, okay, like, like, <laughs> I've heard many of these people be like, you know, at the beginning I thought it was ugly, but now, you know, it's starting to grow on me. It's like, no, you actually already heard somebody say that. Yeah, and it's like, no the, way. Yeah, it's like it's 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 them forcing themselves to. It's a to Tesla. Like it. I must like it. It looks like complete garbage. You know, you know, another problem that I have with this. Did you see the video about? Apparently, this thing has, like, supposedly very tough glass, right? Yes. They were throwing metal balls at it, and they cracked and the glass. Bur- <laughs> they broke it. So so during the entire keynote thing, Elon Musk had to do a presentation with broken windows behind him. And, and the funny part, you can watch a video. Apparently, like, when that happened, Elon Musk and nobody expected it. He was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> my question is, Jeff, you and I don't run companies. But if you were to do a demonstration like this, do you think we would test this out before we actually did it? Yes. Because apparently they did it on a separate pane of glass that was not attached to the car. Yeah. And it didn't break. Yeah. But then they put it on the car and then it did break. Yeah. So it might be has something to do with like, you know, the rigidity or the glass being allowed to bend or whatever. Yeah. But what, what, what did you think that you would try to actually do it before the presentation when you're revealing to the whole damn world? Yeah. Maybe it was their only truck. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, use the other side. <laughs> but, like, how does a company not even test that out before they show everyone? <laughs> like, th- what does that show you about the autopilot that you guys are all buying? You know? <laughs> like, they're, you're all guinea pigs. You're going to die. <laughs> you're dead. Like, Tesla doesn't test shit. <laughs> and here, okay, this is another thing, okay? The, in in terms of the strength of all this stuff, okay, they, they took a sledgehammer to the the to the side of the vehicle and it did not dent it at all and this is because yeah. elon musk says they have invented a exoskeleton of stainless steel of stainless steel alloy that they're using on their starship that's super strong and i'm like okay cool so basically what you're saying is you've made a space frame like most cars have and glued all the body panels to it good great but here's the thing okay usually Space frames are made to crumple and collapse, A, to, you know, protect the occupants during an impact so they don't absorb all the shock, and B, so the pedestrian that gets hit by this thing doesn't get decapitated. In this case, if you were in this car, Parth, and you ran over those three stupid people we were talking about (laughs) earlier, they would all be for sure dead. Yeah, actually, I was curious about that. How does this pass, like, the United States uh, law for, like, pedestrian safety? Because that front end looks like it will turn a family of three into a family of six. When Elon Musk said that 
it was going to look like nothing ever on the road. I was like, okay, I am biased, but if it looks like the Audi 8i trail thing, that would be pretty cool. I did not expect it to look like... Or not even that, dude. Like, if it looked like any of the possible renders that we saw, like, a month leading up to this shit... Yeah, honestly. I would have been happy. Yeah. Those like, looked amazing. Some some of them looked amazing. Some of them looked boring. I would have taken the boring ones, to be honest. Like, okay, fine. The pedestrians won't even have to worry about getting hit by it because they'll because die they'll be before they... No, yeah, they'll, exactly. Yeah, they'll die by seeing the hideousness of it. But before, uh... Yeah, so, uh... If, if this is... What is this shit called? Cybertruck? Is not your cup of tea, Jeff. Yes. Uh, you mentioned Rivian. Yes. Fantastic. Is a great option. Yes. Would buy. Yes. 100%. Yes. Over Tesla. Yes. Any day of the week. Yes. I'd buy, you know, actually, let's be honest, I'd buy a Ford Raptor. That's me. I love the Raptor. I'm, I'm on this American car game a lot recently, <laughs> What happened to you, dude? Dude, I'm a new man, dude. <laughs> I've been enlightened by, I, I'm feeling strong urge of patriotism, you know? <laughs> but if you want an electric SUV, that doesn't look like dog shit, or sorry, a pyramid. If you want an electric SUV, another option besides Rivian is a new company that is on the up and up, Jeff. And it's promising for delivery starting as soon as late 2020. And it's specifically an electric truck company and the company is known as lordstown motor so i'll give you a brief history on how this company came to being so this company is relatively new and they bought the factory where ford used to or sorry where chevy used to make or gm where gm used to make the chevy cruise electric and that factory is in lordstown ohio these guys bought that factory from gm and they now are using that factory to make production versions of their electric SUV. And if you want to check out what it's going to look like, most probably, you have to just go to the website, lordstownmotors.com. It looks pretty nice, Jeff. Have you seen it? I have seen it. But the thing that worries me about this company is that it, it kind of goes down a lot of the, the steps of a lot of these electric startup companies. That they, they yeah. All they have is the concept rendering of it. They, it doesn't look like they have... The production, yeah. Yeah, a production one. But they're moving quickly. So like I said, they just bought that from GM. And I, I really like how they named the company after the town in America that they're making it in. Right. That's pretty cool. And they're saying their EV is going to start at about fifty two five hundred fifty two thousand five hundred. And it should be out by end of next year. Right. And from the rendering, what I like is this looks like your typical Chevy truck with your modern EV touch. Yeah, I like that. It still you know, has people a, who it still has a sense yeah, of design to it. Yeah, it still has that blue collarness to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that, that's a good looking truck. I like that. That's a nice truck, which I think a lot more of traditional truck owners can get behind, just like the Rivian. Yeah, unlike the Tesla. Yeah, but I don't know. Again, with these concept things, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. When I see it, yes. But you know, it's a new company. It's an American company. Is Rivian American? Rivian's American. Okay. Tesla's American too. <laughs> well, to get the. I don't believe that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. More conspiracies. It, it's alien, bro. No, it's not even a conspiracy, man. It's an alien company. God damn, man. Elon Musk from another planet, bro. He's, he's always in some other dimension. But yeah, Jeff, this is a new company. Look out for them in the future. Let's see what they do. I like the name, though, a lot. Lordstown Motors. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
So another thing yeah. I wanted to add on to the EV zone this week was the uh, announcement of the electric Mustang SUV titled the Mach. You know what's funny about the Mach Jeff? Now that this Tesla came out, the Mach-E looks pretty damn good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Someone designed it without a ruler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think about uh, that part, though? I'm not lying to you, Jeff. My, the, my perception of that car has changed a lot <laughs> since this Tesla came out. Like, I, I like it a lot now. <laughs> I didn't really care for it too much when I first saw it because I'm like, they literally took a Mustang, raised it up, and made an electric version of it, right? Uh huh. And now I'm like, nice, dude. These are good people, good hardworking people behind <laughs> this car's design. <laughs> like, okay, well, I, I just I want to talk about that though. What do you think about them calling it a Mustang? I don't think they should have called it a Mustang. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I it feels like it has nothing to do with a Mustang, but. No. I think it might have been a good idea for them to call it a Mustang. Yeah, because it's familiarity, I guess. Yeah, because if they made just a generic electric car, like the Ford electric car, I don't think anyone would have bought it. Yeah, this adds like kind of like a premiumness to it. Yeah, but they called it Mustang. People are like, I know a Mustang. Electric, I'm going to buy an SUV. Yeah, I'm going to have me one of those. I'd rather have this than a Tesla, actually. I'd have anything over a Tesla now. I think I'm just at that point. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, I would still, for me, I still like Tesla enough that I'll get their their cars that I do like, like the, the Model S, maybe the Model 3. Man, that, that Cybertruck, no freaking way. Actually, I'm not lying to you, dude. This looks a lot better to my eyes ever since I saw that damn Tesla. <laughs> good. It's the, te- the good thing about the Tesla is it gives you perspective. So let's move out of the EV zone, and I want to talk about, since we're on the topic of beautiful SUVs, I want to hear what you think about the new Aston Martin DBX. It looks like a raised Vantage. <laughs> I, for, for me, like, when I saw it in under camo, I was kind of like, oh, boy, this is going to be fun. But then seeing it actually in pictures and whatnot, I actually think it looks pretty good. Like, you look look at the side profile. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I mean, Aston cannot design a bad-looking car. But my thing is, like, all these high-end companies, and this is a topic I know we wanted to save for later, so I don't want to go too much into it. They're just making kind of, like, raised versions of their lower sports car counterparts. Like, look look at the look at the front and the back, especially the back. It still has that same duck lip, kind of like the... The Vantage does. Speaking about the duck lip, it's kind of actually cool because what happens yeah. is that the ducktail spoiler all the way down there, you wouldn't think it does anything, right? Does it do something? But Aston's actually sculpted it. So there's the top spoiler above the rear window has two holes uh-huh. in it. Aston okay. has sculpted this car so that the air passes over the car and is forced down through those holes. And the holes go down and hit the spoiler and, and it actually makes it a working spoiler to provide downforce. And then also a second thing is that because the air is rushing down that, it actually clears the rear windscreen of like wind uh, of, of like water and stuff. So you don't need a rear window wiper. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So this thing is going to start at $190,000. It's going to have a four liter V8. Uh, sourced from Mercedes AMG, making 542 horsepower. I'm and, guessing there's a turbo in there or two, right? Uh, yeah, I think it does have okay. two turbos. And it is built from the ground up. A new platform and everything, sourced from nothing. And I think the amazing thing, it, it looks small, doesn't it? 
It does look small. I was going to say it looks pretty small. It it looks like it's the size of a Macan. Yeah. yeah. But in reality, it's actually the size of a Cayenne. Oh, yeah. that's pretty clever. Yeah, it's proportioned in in such a good way, I think, that, I don't know, I, 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 I'm growing to like this more and more, especially after seeing the Cybertruck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we'll talk about this at some future date, Jeff, but this whole this whole trend of these high-end car companies, sports car companies, making SUVs now, like we know Ferrari's also planning one too. It's just, I don't know if it's the right thing. They need like, money. It's all about the money, and it's kind of annoying because it's like they don't need it that bad. <laughs> you know, it's like... I don't know. You got any other news for us, Parth? Uh, yes, Jeff. <laughs> okay. So a list came out recently about the 10 most stolen cars and trucks. <laughs> Number one, Honda Accord. Am I right? No. What? So, <laughs> you're not. You're not. I saw her. So I'll tell you in a second. Actually, you might be right because this list goes from 10 to 1. <laughs> you haven't looked through the entire list yet. No, I stopped at about 5 and I didn't look at the numbers. <laughs> anyway, so the the list is brought to you by the National Insurance Crime Bureau Report and is based on uh, almost 750,000 vehicles that are stolen each year. And it includes a list of the very popular models that could possibly be in your driveway. So coming up at 10th place with 646 stolen in the previous year is the 2000 Jeep Cherokee and Grand Cherokee. I can see, like, apparently, you know in the movies, like when the the spy is running, he always steals a Jeep. I've seen that shit. But. Not because it's sponsored by Jeep anything, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the thieves are sponsored by Jeep. By Jeep. <laughs> God damn <laughs> All right, and at ninth place is 2001 Dodge Ram. This one is surprising now, Jeff. Mm. 2018. 2018, Jeff. Yes. GMC Sierra. 1,170 stolen. We're on the topic of trucks this week. That's a big truck. (laughs) And 2018, like usually they say newer cars are harder to steal and all this shit. No. So if you bought a goddamn 2018 GMC Sierra, you lived in a world where your chances of getting your shit stolen were higher than somebody else who bought a damn Chevy. Get an alarm system, guys. What's number one, Par? Uh, I'll go quickly through the list. Uh, whoa, this one's also surprising, though. Number four is the 2017 Toyota Corolla. Or, sorry, at sixth place. At fifth place is the 2017 Nissan Altima. That's scary. We have one. <laughs> Watch out, Par. The f- fourth place is the 2017 Toyota Camry. And third place is the 2004 Chevy Silverado at 2,097 stolen. At second place is the 2006 Ford F-150, 2006. And at number two, Jeff, is a 97 Honda Accord at 5,029 stolen. Of course. You know what's the only thing that can beat a 97 Honda Accord in being the most stolen car? What? A 2000 Honda Civic. Yeah. 5,290 <laughs> stolen. <laughs> but, dude, okay, the thing about these Hondas, okay, my friend got his 90s Honda Accord stolen twice. But these things are built like tanks. He got it stolen twice, he got it hit by a truck, and it was still working. You know what the funny part is? Yeah. He had a 90s Honda Accord. He still had a less chance of that car getting stolen than a 2000 Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's the top 10 list. And Jeff, uh, my final piece of news for us on the show is a little bit uh, lighthearted, you know, something to calm everyone's down and, you know, maybe put a smile on your face after listening to all that Tesla shit we talked about. <laughs> um, left in car on its own, Florida dog shifts into reverse and drives in circles for an hour. <laughs> so apparently on Thursday evening, uh, a black lab that apparently the owner was had in the car, the owner went inside real quick to grab something. And I guess the dog accidentally shifted the car into reverse and... The car just kept doing donuts in the little cul-de-sac that the person lived in <laughs> for about an hour. And there's a there's a there's a video. If you guys just check it out, just Google it. Um, just literally look up Florida dog. Like you guys know those Florida man, you know, news reports. Except this one's Florida dog. So it's all, Florida it's dog always in Florida car. for some reason. It's always Florida. This is stuff always happens in Florida, and. Uh, so the, the dog's just going in circles in the car, and use, there's a video, and it shows the police show up, and the police literally are like, what do we do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can see the expression on their face, like, well, I wasn't trained for this shit. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty funny. But uh, in the end, I think what happened was the car eventually hit, like, a mailbox and got stuck, in which the police were able to run in and, like, turn the car off and stuff. Dog's fine. Everyone's fine. Nobody got hurt. Just a little interesting uh, evening for that <laughs> black lab, though. Just going in circles <laughs> in the car. Wonder how much time the dog had spent in the slammer. Oh, yeah. Uh, hmm. I mean, dog years, so probably give him about a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to be the end of our show this week. Um, thanks guys for listening as always, and I hope you like what we do every week. I know that we might not have the same opinions as you, and some people apparently like the Cybertruck and whatnot, but that's what we like to do here on this show. Share our opinions in a very <laughs> strong-willed manner. I swear to God, if I now start hanging the argument about what the Cybertruck can do compared to my M3, I'm gonna freaking flip a switch, bro. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. As always, guys, you can go to the curbsidepodcast.com and find a link to our Libsyn page where you could listen to us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher. And you could also follow us on Instagram at the Curbside Podcast and Twitter at CurbsidePod. And also on our website is that link to our YouTube channel. So go there, please subscribe, hit the bell icon to get new and exciting content from us that we will try to roll out for you and just a bit of a heads up next week is thanksgiving and as we said we hope you guys all have a fantastic thanksgiving but that does mean that we will also try to have a fantastic thanksgiving and because of spending time with family and all the close ones around us we will not be able to get around to recording an episode so the week after thanksgiving will we will not be having an episode up on our typical monday publishing time right yes we will be taking that week off for some a vacation time and a good Thanksgiving. So, yeah, um, sorry about that, but uh, we will resume our normal schedule afterwards. And as always, uh, thank you to uh, Kid Dope for letting us use his song Fast Cars and Wild Hearts as the intro and outro and middle part thing of our podcast. And as always, my name is Jeff. And I'm Parth. And remember, drive safe. And life is too short to drive boring cars. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving.